Welcome to room 4216. I'm so glad you've come. Cecilia, did you ever stop and think about how significant it is how we are studying the Word of God on a regular basis, really digging deep into it to understand what God is saying and His love for us? You know, Pastor Dave, it's really come to me how important studying the Word of God is, especially since working on this podcast. I mean, here we are studying with our friends in room 4216, and uh, before we even come in here, you and I do a lot of study. We do. And I don't know if people realize, but I, I a little bit help out a congregation with some shut-in visits. And it was on one of these shut-ins that it just, it, 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 I was astounded. And that's why as I come here to room 4216, again, I'm amazed at the significance. I went to see her. She has Alzheimer's. And uh, as we were chatting, she would keep repeating questions. And especially, she loves it. Oh, so where did you grow up? And, well, I grew up in Wisconsin. Oh, really? And a few more sentences. Oh, by the way, Pastor, where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Well, this time, in the midst of all that, she said, I wish my kids would come. And I said to her, oh, I think they do. I've met your kids, and I know them, and I know they come. And then the words she said following, she said, you know, you're probably right. I have Alzheimer's. I didn't know if you knew that or not. And so they probably do come. Oh. And uh, um, I, she went on to say, you know, I, 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 f- I forget a lot, but I'll never forget my Jesus and his love for me as my Savior. As that, I grabbed her hands and I and I shook them kind of gently and happily, and I said, "You're right, and He will never forget you." That's what we're about here, Cecilia, in room forty-two, sixteen. Us and the people who are listening to bring the word of God. That even if our mind floats away with Alzheimer's, we're gonna remember our Jesus and His love for us. Chapter 6 One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and his disciples began to pick some of the heads of grain, rub them between their hands, and eat the kernels. Some of the Pharisees asked, Why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Jesus answered them, Have you never read what David did? When he and his companions were hungry, he entered the house of God, and taking the consecrated bread, he ate what is lawful only for the priests to eat, and he also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and was teaching, And a man was there, whose right hand was shriveled. The Pharisees and teachers of the law were 
looking for a reason to accuse Jesus. So they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to the man with the shriveled hand, Get up and stand in front of everyone. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or destroy it? He looked around at them all and then said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was completely restored. But they were furious and began to discuss with one another what they might do to Jesus. Have you ever seen the movie The Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, it's been a long time, but yeah, I remember it being kind of uh, mm, rough, yeah, gruesome rough. or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, not for the faint of heart. It's about uh, a guy who is in jail. A prison, yeah. Uh, okay. He uh, was in prison for a crime he did not commit, mm. and uh, there is a character on the inside uh, who's a prisoner that's uh, played by Morgan Freeman. Oh, I like him, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I remember him in that. And... He says something uh, in one of my favorite scenes that is very, very poignant and yet very appropriate. But I'm telling you, these walls are funny. First you hate them, then you get used to them. Enough time passes, you get so you depend on them. That's institutionalized. I kind of remember that. Why are you bringing that up now? Well, isn't this kind of the way the Pharisees are being? Hmm, the Pharisees. You know, I can see what you mean. That, yeah, they really institutionalized religion. They were making it such that you follow these rules, regulations, it's all comfortable, and if you do this, 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 and this, then you'll be uh, obedient to God and pleasing. In fact, they had done like 613 or 616 extra laws beyond the Ten Commandments, and if you can keep them, odds are you kept the Ten Commandments inside that big circle of the 616. Yeah. And and our two stories here that we just read are about Jesus and what's he going to do on this remember the Sabbath day. He and his disciples ate some food and then he did a, a, a miracle. And according to the Pharisees and their institution, that's not the way it was done. Yeah.
So, Pastor Dave, tell me more about the Pharisees and these 600 and some odd laws. Yeah. They... Well, it, it actually goes back prior to even these um, uh, 600 and some laws which were there to help them keep the 10. The concept is they were looking for the Messiah and they wanted the Messiah to come to save them and usher in the new kingdom. And they believed that if God's people, the Israelites, all would be obedient for one day, just one day keep the Ten Commandments without breaking them, then the Messiah would come. So they believed this is something they could do. It was up to them and their obedience. And in order to help the people keep these basic ten, have no other gods, do not curse, uh, remember the Sabbath day, that's one mm-hmm. we're talking about, but honor your father and mother, don't kill, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't uh, bear false witness, don't covet. They added these 600 and some, and they figured if, they, if people would keep these 600 and some, it's about 60 additional things for every commandment, well, then odds are pretty good they're going to keep those basic 10. So there must have been something in one of these laws about you can't pick grain on the Sabbath. Yes. And, uh, well, they were probably looking for something about you can't do any kind of healing on the Sabbath or... Or they thought they could, or it was like to be that. a day devoted completely to rest. And uh, the Old Testament speaks about resting a lot on the, even as God did on the seventh day of creation, He rested, and that's what the Sabbath day was supposed to be—a day of rest from all work, so that you can spend time with God. I remember reading the Little House on the Prairie books. Do you mm. remember those? Oh, yeah. The, the guys didn't read those, did they? Actually, we did. Mm. We, we, we liked Charles and how he would uh, overcome the, the wilderness. We didn't get into Laura Ingle Wiles as much. Mm. But, uh, mm-hmm. Well, in one of the books, it talked about the time that they spent on Sunday. Mm. And uh, they didn't have a church to go to at the time. But Laura and her sister were supposed to be very quiet. Mm-hmm. No playing, even. And Laura got bored and restless, and so she started to run and play, and her father was not happy with her. Mm. And I have to confess, Pastor Dave, that mm. when I was really little, I didn't like Sunday much either. Even though we had Sunday school, there was that hour and a half or whatever in church, we had to sit quietly. We couldn't draw, we couldn't, you know, we had to just be very quiet, and... I didn't like that very much at all. I can believe that. And I was a restless little kid, too. Um, and, and, I, and I think that's partly, why do I got to sit here and do this? I don't like to do this. And, and, and part of it is our rebellion inside. Why do I have to? Second is, we didn't always see the point or the value. Now, I, th- I think Laura's parents in the book, they valued that rest time because they worked hard six days a week. And so it was a physical rest, but a mental rest. Um, And that was to be the point of this Sabbath day. Rest from your physical work so you could do mental work in taking time with God, learning from his word. Do you remember uh, the uh, Luther's catechism? Every denomination has a catechism, a teaching tool. Mm -hmm. What Martin Luther said about the third commandment, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy? Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. What does this mean? We should fear and love God, 
so that we do not despise the preaching of his word, but hold it sacred and gladly hear and learn it. Luther found, too, even at his time, it's real easy at any time, Luther's time, the Pharisees' time, and it can be our time, your time, your parents saying, be quiet, that we institutionalize the day, that you have to do outward stuff in order to keep it. And it misses the whole point of the commandment, and that's what Luther was trying to get to, is your attitude of the commandment, which is to hear God's preaching, hear his word, gladly hear and learn it. That's what the day is supposed to be about, is taking time with God, to learn from God, uh, and be blessed by God, be glad to be with God, rather than running and playing and finding a day of freedoms from your chores and other things, so you can go play and be about what you want, to be about what God wants. Should we go on to the next section of reading? Well, no. Okay, why? Because, well, what you just said. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to play. Uh-huh. I'm supposed the to. The little girl wants to play. I'm supposed <laughs> to go to church and come home and sit quietly and... Well, Try again, think about God it's and... supposed to be about an attitude, not an outward thing. Um, and this is a difficulty for many people. Yeah, we don't want to make it a law. And that's what Jesus was trying to point out to the Pharisees. You put so many things around the basic one, taking time for God, that you're, 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 you're putting so many things around it, you're missing the point. And um, and that's why they didn't couldn't eat grain or, or harvest grain or couldn't do a, a care of compassion to another person or blah, 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 blah. We got to be careful not to do that as well. And it's something parents struggle with. Sometimes you do have to have people just be obedient to learn to sit. But when it becomes institutionalized, as in Shawshank Redemption, then we are in a prison of the Ten Commandments rather than a wonderful palace where our God, who loves us, is sharing his wonderful deeds with us. And so, yeah, you can go play. And people can harvest grain. It's when those things are so absorbed into your entire day you miss God, that's when it's a problem. It's meant to be a time because we get so busy in life to take time. After all, when you've fallen in love and you're married and happy, what do you want to do? You want to spend all your time with that person, of course. Righto. And that's God with us. He loves us. He wants us to learn to love Him too.
Okay, Pastor Dave, I have another clip I'd like to play for you. Okay. Yep, this one is a part of uh, the book version of The Wizard of Oz. It's a miniaturized version that I heard when I was a little girl. <laughs> and is there going to be a point to this? Oh, just wait. You'll see, you'll see. Okay. Finally came Dorothy's turn. Oz smiled as he spoke to her. Young lady, you could have gone back to Kansas long ago had you realized the magic you possessed. What do you mean? Those silver shoes you are wearing will return you to your home. All you need to do is click your heels together three times and command the shoes to take you home. Dorothy cried as she kissed her friends goodbye. Then she picked up Toto and clicked the heels of her shoes together three times. Okay, and now am I supposed to say I get it, or are you going to get it, or, or what? Well, it doesn't hurt for me to have the brain upon occasion here, you know, well, if the, I only the, had a brain. The question is, do you have a brain? All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Miss Know-It-All. Well, Jesus Christ is saying to the Pharisees, you can't get to heaven and you can't please God the way that you're trying. Just as as Dorothy couldn't get home by the wizard's help or by anyone else's help, it was only by the shoes that she had on her feet. And she had it all the time. Uh-huh. Just as the Pharisees had the Old Testament and the message of God all the time. And they now have the Messiah that they have been wanting to come, and the Messiah is right there. And that really does tie back to our previous chapter about putting uh, new wine into old wineskins. It'll burst them. So you can't just flow this new Messiah and his thoughts of, of mercy and kindness and forgiveness to get you there into a law-based Got to do it to get there. Hmm. Yeah, it works. Luke, chapter 6, verses 12 through 16. One of those days Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose twelve of them, whom he designated apostles. Simon, whom he named Peter, his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. Welcome to Forty Two Feud. 
Let's meet today's contestant! Oh, 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 that's me! I'm Dandy Dom! Are you ready to play? Yes, 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 I'm ready to play! Alright. Top five answers on the board. Name someone you would find in a hospital. Doctors! 50%! Very nice! Number one answer! Can you do the number two answer? Nurses! 20%! Very good! You've got three answers to go. Orderlies! 5%! Uh, number five answer. Hmm. Hey, it was still on the board. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> Administrators! Oh, sorry. Not on the board. You've got one strike against you. <gasps> Patience! Very nice! One more answer. Um, 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 therapists! Fifteen percent! You did it! Yay! And what a fun episode of 42 Feud. I just love that show. <laughs> just love it. Dandy Don. Oh I, I hope we'll have that show on again at some point. Yeah. But, you know, it's interesting because not all the workers in the hospital are doctors, are they? No. No, no I guess no, they're Nor therapists. No. And they didn't have any administrators. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> been a good thing, yeah. Well, you know what? In our gospel reading today, we heard that Jesus called 12 men to be apostles. And a lot of people wonder, well, what's the difference between an apostle and a disciple? Yeah. Well, an apostle is a disciple, but not all disciples are apostles. Just like not all workers in the hospital are doctors. Hmm. They each have a special function. An apostle's special function was one of authority, and after the resurrection, they were sent out all over the world, literally. Maybe we should do a whole episode on apostles and who they are. Hmm, hmm, stay tuned, everybody. So they were sent out to share the good news in very specific ways. Now, a disciple, a disciple is somebody who believes in Jesus, Mm who follows Jesus, who tries to imitate Jesus. And there are many people who believe a disciple is somebody who helps another to be a disciple, like an apprentice. In fact, Mm. that's what the word actually can mean sometimes with the word disciple. You're an apprentice. So a a plumber learns to be a plumber from another plumber. Sure. But that doesn't mean everyone is an expert plumber or holds the silver or gold uh, uh, plumber's uh, tool. Um, And so it is with apostle and disciples. I suppose some would say, are there apostles today? Hmm. Yep. 
you took the question right out of my mouth. Yeah, in the technical sense, most say no. Mm-hmm. Jesus called just the 12, and actually he called 13. Do you know who the 13th is? Oh, 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 I know, I know, I know. It was Paul, right? Yeah, yay! You won, you won. That's right, that's right. Because he replaced... Uh, he didn't... Well, actually, there were 14 then, because Matthias was was uh, replaced Judas, <gasps> and then there was Paul. You are right. And then... Ooh, ding, 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 yeah, ding. Yeah. You're the brain-o today, the brainiac, the brainiac. Yay! Okay. But we don't hear of any other disciples after that. Now, we apostles. If, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Apostles after that. Now, we do hear about disciples, and... Um, Actually, a minor thing, Paul never talks about disciples in any of his epistles. It's only in the Gospels and in the book of Acts. I don't know if you can make a whole lot of that or not. But the idea is we can be disciples if we believe, we follow, and we help make others to be followers or believers as well. Not that we do it, but we're the instruments that God works through to do it. Now, are there apostles today? Well, there are people who are sent... I, I would say the purest, in the purest form, a missionary is somebody who would be an apostle today. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody sent to a land, a country, a people group that's different and needs to hear about God. Oh, so someone like you. Well, maybe, but mm, I don't know. I'd rather call myself just a follower of Jesus. I don't want to go that far. <laughs> I think those who go to foreign lands, they could be. But even they, I think, would go, no, 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 no. I'm just a carrier of the message of Jesus. Thanks for joining us. And now one Cecilia, more... Cecilia, mm-hmm. we, 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 we're not playing anymore uh, uh, 42 Feud. We're, oh. we're, yeah, Maybe we can do that again, but no, okay. we got to say goodbye. It's time we got to go. Yeah, well, we got to do one thing. <gasps> and what's that? Survey said... I-N-F-O at N-O-T dash A-L-O-N-E dot N-E-T. And remember, we We are are not alone. I will lead the blind by the ways they have not known. Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. Do come back again to room 4216. Credits. The Shawshank Redemption. Clip and ending title theme. The Super Scope Storyteller. The Wizard of Oz. Family Feud theme and sounds, and Robert Vaughn, interlude musician.